been having a decent week. Um, we uh, we decided we want to do something different. We are still in kind of like an automotive news slump a little bit. So uh, Formula Drift season starts 30 days from today in Long Beach. And while I'm super into drifting and Jamal is super into drifting, who will be here any minute, um, Mike and none of the, these guys really fuck with it. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there who at least think drifting is cool when they watch it. I would love to it. drift. I'm just not a drifter. I, yeah, I would. Yeah. I would love to be part of it if I had extra money to spare. Mm. But I'm, ever, I've, I've never I've never actually watched Formula D like I, I the first time I actually watched Formula D was after you and Jamal talked about it. And I went and watched one of the live ones. Yeah, and it was fucking wild. It's, yeah, it's drag racing sideways. So, like, yeah, yeah the sport has um, evolved a lot over the last 15 or 20 years, as long as I don't even I think yeah, I think Formula D. I think the first season was like, oh, five. So we're approaching 20 years or so, maybe maybe longer already. And the sport has uh, evolved a lot in terms of judging and in terms of, like, what the cars are and all that stuff. Um, 2004. Damn. Yeah. F- fast facts with Timmy, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well done, sir. Uh, yeah, so, so, you know, they went from when the sport started, four or 500 horsepower cars to now four-figure horsepower cars and big factory-backed racing teams and all that stuff. And that was part of what we were going to talk about is there was some off-season shakeups. Um, Adam LZ left the sport or stepped back, which was crazy because he last season was driving for Vaughn Gittin Jr.'s professional team. Vaughn no longer drives, and we'll get into all that. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to kind of give everybody like a quick, this is what you need to know to watch drifting. And understand what the fuck is happening and why it's happening. And also, when you're not looking at it from the professional sense, like, what is drifting in terms of a sport? Where, you know, like, what's what's the correlation? Because you look at, like, track racing, right? And you're literally just beating yourself, right? You're trying to improve your own track times until you start yeah. doing, like, SCCA stuff and all that kind of stuff. Um, You know, you... uh. Actually, I should keep streaming that thing and not stream and then close this thing. And look at us now. We're a real pod. And Jamal's hey. here. What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, I was just, um, you didn't miss much, dog, but I was just kind of rolling through what the point of the episode was, which was just to try to create a jumping off point for folks who may be interested in the sport. Um, or interested in drifting in general, but just having a fucking clue what's going on other than people are going sideways, right? So this is just kind of like a okay. way to get people into that if they're interested. And then, you know, that way they have 30 days to kind of go back and watch old events and shit before the next season starts as we are coming up on the next season of Formula Drift. And somebody, nope. daddy's home in Formula Drift. I already know who's winning this season. I think you do too, Jay. But, are you um, talking about Pedro? Uh, yeah. No. Yes. That Pedro Pedro Pascal is daddy, unequivocally. My man is straight fucking crushing <laughs> it right now. But <laughs> dude, you're in the Last of Us and Mando at the same time. Are you fucking kidding me right now, dude? Right. <laughs> Guy is unfuckwittable, right? Where the fuck is Kyle? Kyle has some shit going on, Tom. Uh, more important than the podcast, believe it or not. So we had to go handle that, and we hope everything's um, we hope everything's 
Good. Kosher. Yeah, but everything's good with him. But um, yeah. Fucking, what's up with everybody, man? How's everybody did? Everybody doing? Everybody uh, good. Solid. Went to a beer fest, an old sack on uh Saturday. Nice, Drank nice. way too much fucking beer. What do old like, guys' balls have to do with beers? Oh wait, never mind. Know. But <laughs> yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, how many beers is way too many for you? <laughs> Let's see how old you are. Yeah, that's I really think what I that was is. at least at least probably the sixteen to nineteen range. That's pretty strong. Shit. That's a strong day of drinking. But, that's a okay. lot of beers. But, yeah. but how, how long so, are you there? Four hours. Um, oh, so you went that's in. That's a lot. You were just fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went in. So, but it's it's not like full, like you know, like an eighteen ounce beer. So no, they, you're drinking you walk pints. In, you were just drinking little twelve ounce. Not even. Thing. So you walk in and they give you like these little. It can't be more than eight to ten ounce little glass. And then literally, you just walk through, and they've got the whole street blocked off down in the Capitol, and there's little tents, and each booth has a pouring station, and you walk over and like, hey, I want to try your beer, and you've already paid, and so they literally just pour you a beer. And you walk to the next one, fucking drink the beer as you get there, and then fucking move to the next one. So was it like varying alcohol levels? Like you had like your oh, yeah. 5% you had, and your sure 12%? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had, I mean, anything anything and everything you probably could think of was there from stouts to IPAs to seltzers to uh, like even White Claw was there. They now have a mixed vodka drink, which I've I didn't know. That. Yeah, they're like a didn't know that. Uh, which that's, that's, that's the real reason Mike went to beer fest. Pretty decent, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. But off. like I, working Saturdays, I've never got to go do something like that. So that was right. cool. I got to go yeah. do that. Uh, had a badass photo shoot with Isaac. That's me too. The two photos this man has sent me. Like I'm like, that guy's so good, dude. I mean, I'll, I'll send it to his IG here. That guy's so good at what he, why is my like, dude? It's, it's disgusting yeah. how good he is at his shit. He's yeah, like, he's he really is. He's really good at his job. It's pretty wild. Shout out to the homie Isaac at glitch G L Y T C C H or some shit. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um uh, I just sent to the red match pod. My boy takes sweet shots. Taking good here in Sacramento, the band books up quickly on the weekend, so get really at your good. boy. You ever wonder and he does um he's doing like um like he has his own detail spot now, doesn't he? Uh, uh he's I working mean, for somebody. Oh is yeah, he? doing like clear bra and stuff. Yeah. Dude, he did a he did a agate gray nine nine two nine eleven GTS the other day. Dude, that thing the, like cool. the clear tail light, so like it kind of blends with the gray. Hey, you know the interesting thing about Porsche is there's none of them in drifting. So anyway. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. What about that guy with like? Well, so. what, what about yep, the guy with a 240 with the Cayenne turbo motor? What? No. There's a yes. fucking Cayenne. There's a first yes. gen Cayenne. Uh, there is a first. There is a first gen Cayenne that drifts. There is that, but you guys sent it to us. Click it's like this ID. orange, Click like 240 or S15 or something with the old no. Cayenne twin turbo motor you. with dump tubes like thrown out the top. You would absolutely know the car if you saw the video of it. So for whatever reason, this um, I cannot show those videos. But here's Isaac's story. He also takes a lot oh, yeah. of photos of girls because you know, dude. His his modeling pictures are fucking. Yeah. So here's one. There you go. Damn, that's so fucking clean. He makes you look so much cooler than you are. 
I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, well, what's cool, like, is like, like as a buddy, like him and I just bullshit the entire time, right? And like, yeah. I never knew this, but like, he does that on purpose. So then you don't, you're not trying to pose for a picture. And so he catches you in those candid moments of like you looking back at your car, or you're opening the door, or, like, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of shit. Like, yeah. there's a couple of photo shoots he's done for me that have, have caught those moments, which is always cool. I mean, I remember when we did that night, those night rollers like a million years ago, and he was just like so fucking down for whatever, like hanging his $1,500 camera out of the window of my car, like shooting photos of your GTR. And I was like, that's what's up, dog. I think that was the lens was $1,500. Yeah. Yeah. He had like a podcast. We should have Isaac on the podcast. Um, Yeah, we do have Isaac on the podcast. So anyway, he takes good photos. He does take good photos. So let's get into it. What is drifting? Is drag racing sideways? Uh, no. no, kind of. It's kind of evolved into that. It's a very, it's a very fast sport. Um, basically, drifting in general is a time. It's not a timed event. It's not who comes in first. No. It's not who wins the race or who is in front. And 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 like you used to get bonus points for passing if you were in the the chase position or whatever. But realistically, what it oh, wait, is? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm going to stop. Let's clarify it. What you are describing is competitive drifting. That right. is like Formula D or something yes, like that. That's what we're talking drifting about. Drifting in and of that. itself is not that. Drifting is more like drifting is like skateboarding. Right. Drifting yes. is an expression of talent and creativity and your ability to manhandle your vehicle past the points of grip. Right. So you're literally yes. the car. You're deliberately putting the car out of control and then controlling it. Right. Introducing an, an oversteer condition as aggressively as you can. And then basically showing your skills by being able to keep it under control and chain a line together through a course. Right. And without spinning out and all that other shit. And so when you go and you see like a grassroots drifting event or you see like it's just an open track day, that's all people are doing. They're just going out. They're fucking around. They're having fun with their friends. You know, once you get once the track officials can see to the point that, you know, you're competent. You can keep up speed. You're not hard breaking the people behind you and fucking them up because that's dangerous, right? Like if you're going into a corner and you realize you came in way too hot and you lock up and park it in the middle of the track, you can fuck over everybody behind you. Right. Mm-hmm. So they want to see that you can kind of hold a line down consistently. And then as long as your car is equipped with the right safety equipment in a lot of situations, some courses will require um, like door bars, right? So nobody can drive into your door. Some of them don't. Those are a little uh, more that's sketchy. If you're doing, that's if you're going to tandem. That's what I'm saying. If you're doing tandems and shit like that, like they're if you're just going to roll out there by yourself, they don't care. Yeah, nine times. Yeah, as long as convertibles I mean, have to have like a half cage, some sort mm-hmm. of rolling situation. Which uh, is most unibody okay, parts, but, they don't care. Yeah, but okay. But the whole the whole purpose of drifting is like you said, is to be in a co- uncontrolled slide that you were controlling essentially mm-hmm. correct yeah now yes. there's a bunch of different ways to do that whether you have front wheel drive rear wheel drive mm-hmm. you can do it in all wheel drive but it's not the best for the car right so preferably is a rear wheel drive car not in any kind yeah. of professional drifting setting you are going to see nothing but rear wheel drive slash rear wheel drive converted vehicles and in formula okay. drift there's only so many ways that you can convert a rear wheel drive vehicle because like you're not allowed to like convert. So convert like a car to rear wheel drive. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. if you look at okay. like, so if we look at um, Ryan Turk and I'll bring it up, but Ryan Turk 
drives a Corolla, a new Corolla in formula drift and it's rear wheel drive converted. It's the same engine, but it's converted the other way. It's turbo runs on nitrous makes that thousand horsepower and they're changing engines like every two runs like fucking low motors. No, it's still in the front. It's just rotated. No, well, now it is, but before it wasn't. Yeah, now it's, yeah. So it was, Dude, a, was it a Corolla before? Yeah. So it was, yeah. it's a, it's built by Papadakis Racing, which is, if you were ever, just, dude, go look up Stephen Papadakis, Steph Papadakis. The dude did, Steph, yeah. He is, he's like, the ori- Racing, just look it up. Yeah, he used to he's work like for the AM. original he's fast. For AM. He's yeah, that he's, guy. He's the fast Honda dude. He's the fast drag Honda dude from back in the day. Like back, okay. back, 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 back in the day. Like okay. nine second front wheel drive Honda is like back in the day. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So he has been into drifting in the scene as a, as a, basically as like a builder for years. He's built for Rockstar a lot, who Turk races for. He also built um, Frederick Osbo's uh, A90 Supra, which is a thousand, 1200 horsepower Supra. Manual converted. Oh no, sorry, sequential converted. Um, that thing's fucking badass too. But yeah, if you look, where is that? So this is Turk's Corolla. Oh, that one. oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Okay, yeah, because because in the retail world, that car comes as an all-wheel drive vehicle, yeah. right? It's no, the no. only version it comes. Well, right? so this is the thing, though. This this is now just a GR Corolla body kit on a race car that was already built. Right? So they just put new bumpers on Pretty it. Much. But it, it was already wide bodied. It was already all that shit before way years. But he's been racing this car for like three, four years, dude. Like, okay. So it's the same chassis and drivetrain and everything. And he just put the new body style onto that. But thing. even the engine is not the GR Yaris engine. It's the standard yeah, it's Corolla the... engine bored out, stroked with a fucking fat ass turbo and but nitrous. It's literally just a GR body kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on a purpose right. so, car. So that's so. Does he have a four cylinder, so four cylinder big ass turbo? <laughs> four cylinder okay. big turbo nitrous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that thing looks sick. But like the the way that you the only way that you can rear wheel drive convert a car in Formula Drift is very strict. They have very strict regulations on you can't move the firewall at all. Yeah. You and you have to use all of the factory suspension hardpoints. You cannot create new ones. So, oh. right. So mounting a rear diff oh. in a Corolla using factory hard points and making that all work, you have to have a lot of engineering know-how because these cars are set up in a fashion like we talked about, you know, you're trying to go sideways on purpose and these guys are doing it entry speeds, you know, upwards of a hundred miles an hour. Right? right. So you're going a hundred miles an hour straight and then said, fuck it. Right. And you're just going to go sideways and launch in. So the car has to be set up to handle that. Right. Or it's just, you're going to fucking kill yourself. Or you mm-hmm. have to have a shitload of seat time, which you will see the crazy dude at the fucking Adams or Thunderhill or whatever with a S13 with a stock KA. And he's just, just driven the, sh- the fuck out of He'll it. come yep. off the back, yeah. right? Come all the way around. The just just yeah. no, fucking no, no, no. You'll see these yeah. dudes in these old shit boxes with 140 miles an hour and they'll come from far as fuck away to get up to speed. <laughs> Because it takes them that long and they'll just come ripping around a bank and then fucking initiate it a hundred miles an hour. And it's the craziest shit you've ever seen. Cause it's like, he can't keep this up. Like he's going to lose all the speed to make it. But like, uh, it's cool right. as fuck to see a dude just whip his ride. Right. But so that's, that's kind of the main thing about professional drifting is it's very, 
organized in terms of what you can do, how you have to do it, how the cars have to be built, but it still leaves a lot of creativity because it's like, you have to use factory suspension points. You can't move the firewall. It has to have headlights. You can only run so big of a tire, depending on the weight and well, not even the power, but the weight of the vehicle. But other than that, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. Everything in your car has to be uh, uh, sellable to the public. Right. It's one of the you other can't interesting. Have any, no oh, so you, can't make like a one-off, you can't make a one-off yeah. like control arm or some bullshit like that. So it's got to be an off-the-shelf part that you can go buy, which, I mean, you do see a ton of that. And I, I can't remember the company's name. I know it starts with a G. They're becoming really popular and drifting with like they have to like, sell like a whole control arm set for your whole car, right? And, well, there's and gives wise, you all kinds of crazy. Yeah, there's a bunch wise of fab. wise fab is one oh. of the bigger ones. Um, oh. There's SPC G- parts does G- a lot G-Unit? of shit. G-Tech? G-Unit. Uh, G-Tech, yeah. Thank you. G-Tech does a bunch G-Tech, of shit. For, yeah. yeah, they do a bunch yeah. of shit for S, ch- S chassis and stuff. But wise fab is one of the bigger kits you'll see on pro- like production level cars, professional level cars. Um, and uh, SPC does a lot of shit for like BMWs, like E36s, E46s, that kind of shit. They're like the alternative mm-hmm. to Wise Fab for those chassis. Some teams, there's you can make some suspension components. Like you can make some control arms on your own. Like Justin Pollock famously basically makes everything on his fucking car that he can. Um, aside from forty dollar core supports, he doesn't run a front bash bar. He runs the factory forty dollar plastic core support because he's like, it's forty bucks. I'll just go buy another no, one. No <laughs> okay. then, like, yeah, for forty bucks. But but most of the car has to be readily available. And again, they don't run proprietary streets. So like that's how tires. he that's how Justin Pollock got around that was he started white line so that he could make his own parts for and his then Mustang. sell him instead of using the shit that they were using for Von Giddens cars. He was like, no, nah, I'm just going to build the car for myself. Mm. And they're like, oh, well, you know, the rules say you can't make your own shit. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll sell it like I sell it too. Mm-hmm. That's great. So that, the, uh, that's fucking smart as shit. And, actually, where white yeah. line came from. No, yeah. no, not white. Not, not white line. Hotline. You're thinking of hotline. Not white line. White line. White line performance. Is it? Yeah. White white line suspension. No white line. No like, white line. Like, that's a, white that's line. an Australian company. Give me one second. I have to look this up. White line's an Australian. <laughs> yeah, because I had white yeah, line like parts the, on my STI. Give me one second. I had white line parts too. Are you sure it's not from there? Are you sure it's not hotline, dude? This is gonna fuck me up tomorrow. That, that hotline bling. I know when. Yeah, hotline. It is hotline. Oh, now I gotta fucking find this YouTube. Hotline, white line. Yeah. Almost. Line. White you guys wanna do some lines? Wow. Hotline, yeah. What? Yeah. Hotline performance. Because he used to do shit for RX sevens. Remember? Because he was he had FCs and FDs before he started. That's where he started with was it RX seven? Yeah. And there's a lot of really funny old stories about like when formula I we the community was really small back in the day right so like you like you could go to a local shop to buy parts for your car and somebody there like worked on a drift team during the season right so like one of the shops we used to go to was this this shop 9k and that shop had its own fucking shit going on but one of the techs there was this dude battle cat you can still find on the internet is battle cat and he had a sick ass wide body fd back in the day with like a v-mount and this is like 2006 um, but he used to talk shit about JTP all the time. He's like, this guy didn't pay me, you know, but that's just cars, right? That's just, you find that in like any drag racing is the same way, right? There's like beef in between shops or whatever. Um, 
but yeah, you, and those are guys that have been in the sport for a long time. Justin Pollock, Vaughn Gittin Jr., um, Chelsea Denofa has been around for a while. Um, and then you have Ryan Turk, who's been there forever. But then you also have guys like Chris Forsberg, who's based like these guys have been in the sport since it started in the States and they're still competing. Forsberg now drives the new Z makes 1400 yeah. fucking horsepower or some mm-hmm. stupid shit. Right. So that's like, like I said, that's how the sports evolved. So, other than you got to pr- use body mounted chassis or the body points, you can't move the firewall, the parts you have to be able to buy off the shelf. Like motor-wise, there's no restrictions. Like you can just go fucking full tilt, put a NASCAR motor in that bitch if you really oh, want to, and just and let it just fucking ride. Yeah, Dude, yeah uh, okay. Tanner Faust ran a NASCAR power. Justin Pollock, uh, not Justin Pollock. Uh, God, Steph Papadakis did that before. Yeah, so they put a, a NASCAR. Scion. Yeah, Scion TC with a NASCAR truck motor V8 in it. Um, and there's there's what still converted the it to rear wheel drive. The thing was sick as fuck. And if you ever want to see some shit, there's a three and a half, four and a half minute video of um, Tanner Faust drifting all of Mulholland in that car. It's sick as fuck. And it's like 10 years old and he fucking treads okay. it. Um, yeah. But you look at even things like the, um, but they've been doing that forever. Like team orange back in the day used to drive. The whole team had Subarus and they converted the whole group to mm-hmm. rear wheel drive. And they were tight. They were sick as fuck. Yeah. And, and there is, you know, there's some difference between Japanese drifting and American drifting, and we'll get to that in a second. But how does one win? In- yeah, like I don't, I've never understood. I know there's whole the whole transitions. You kind of put like combos like together, four right? So this, so this is the thing. This is the thing. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody actually <laughs> knows. He's not wrong. He's nobody one hundred percent can tell you whether uh, this is it or this is it. Other than the three uh, judges, I, nobody. I, yeah. Alex has been to events with me, and we've like sat there and watched the event, watched the like the the lead and the tandem from these two drivers, and everybody, hundred like a thousand people sitting around us, however many people can sit at Irvingdale or Long Beach, all think the same guy won, and then you look at the judges board, and they all slide, and you're like, wait, what? Like you'll hear a <laughs> whole stadium just boo all of a sudden, like boo. <laughs> And they'll get on the mic and try to explain themselves. And no, I get the fuck. It's like, dude, yeah. that was bullshit. <laughs> we so, know what's going on here. Yeah. So it is, it is a judged event. And I think that that is the part that puts a lot of people off to it is because nobody wins objectively unless one person sucks and the other one doesn't. Right. And you do have those runs yeah. where it's like that guy fucking smoked the other dude. Right. And that's the end. Yeah. But it, it's an object. It's a subjectively judged sport, and they do judge on criteria. And that criteria has changed over the years. It has not always been the same that thing. That criteria changes from event to event. It's a true story, and that is we'll round get, to round. Literally, you see yeah, literally, yeah, literally, chase run to lead run that changes sometimes. So, yeah. Um. Again, it's super subjective, but it, so like when it when it's first started in the U.S., it was initiation speed angle and tire smoke okay so how fast you went into a i'm corner, talking like 2005 much? like 2005 2006 i'm talking a billion years ago like no 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 tire smoke wasn't a big deal back then because like was, everybody was running like eight like eight sixes and dock ass no, it, like no nobody it, was making tires no so. I, they were and i'll tell you why i'll tell you why i know they why. have fucking front clipping points on shit that's like rear clips now yeah like so Long it used, Beach to, used to be a front clip 
it was tire smoke specifically because the cars were so underpowered and that rule changed when Daigo Sato showed up because hey. Daigo Sato raced D1 GP, which is Japanese drifting, right? Japanese professional drifting champion read the rule book of FD showed up with a 1400 horsepower LC or SC 460. Oh, I remember you telling yeah. us this. Yeah. yeah. yeah and when, when everybody else was making 700 horsepower, and he just geared the thing to destroy the tires in third gear. Right. So you literally couldn't see shit when he was on the track because he's <laughs> just fucking smoking everybody out. Smart as fuck, dude. Play the rule book. And that's and it is a rate it is a motorsport, just like anything else. There's always dudes if, trying to if dude, you're not Mad trying Mike, to cheat, you're not trying to win. Dude, just Mad Mike Woodette glued his fucking tires to his rims. You know what I mean? Like you had, you had dudes. It like, doesn't say that you can't do it. I'm just saying. So it does, and that was <laughs> That was the thing about it. There are some actually they're like there's minimum weight requirements and there's things you can't do. But so now to Jamal's point, the judging criteria has become really kind of convoluted now. They try to say it's still like three or four things. So wait, back a bit. So it was it was tire smoke, entry speed, and then angle. Tire angle, right? No, 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 no. Car angle. Oh, car angle. Okay. Relative to the to the apex of the corner. Right. So you're shooting for you're shooting for like 70 to 95 degrees of angle, you know, relative to the apex of the corner as you're going through it. You want to be sideways as fuck. Um, and that's why you'll see dudes do reverse entries on initial clips, which is literally sending the ass of the car first into the corner. Yeah. Um, but that takes an immense amount of skill. The car has to be set up to it for a degree and you take what you need a fuckload of power, generally speaking, because you're going to throw the yeah, car backward you, and you're just mashing just it. Put your foot down. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to get it to right. catch it at the right time to pull it out. But like, wait, what be like high gear to gain the traction back to go or no, because you, then you got to downshift, right? Like that's the thing is that once yeah. it catches, you'd have to downshift again. So you're just doing it in like it third... did, you gear based off of your driving preferences, really. Right. And a lot of these guys are running. Yeah, your grip is all from your suspension setup. Yeah, like if you look at like a drift car rear suspension, it droops like it droops like a trophy <laughs> truck. Like they're super soft. They they hang down because you want the wheel, the rear wheel is on the ground all the time, right? So like they have, they're just they're very interesting the way they're set up. Ton of negative camber, ton of positive caster. So the wheels self center, right? You and that leads to. The, that's why you see the front wheels looking super pushed out because they run these extended control arms and all this other shit so that when you turn the wheels, they don't collide with anything. And you'll see dudes where like their wheels look this is a terrible, like whatever, but you're getting just these ridiculous amounts of fucking steering angle. Well, you also do that because it gives you a pendulum effect. So it's harder to spin out. Yeah. It's weird how much when, like when your front, when your front is wider than your, your rear, rear, your rear yeah. is set up to, to grip at all times, you can throw in more angle because since your front's wider, you have a pendulum more as opposed to like a, like it just a keeps, yeah, it keeps long, that, yeah, it keeps that steering stability, right? Because that wide front track yeah. is you're stabilizing off the front end, not off the rear end. Right. So the car yeah. is, is, you're just, you're, you're still steering the car in a traditional sense. And I think this is the thing that fucks up a lot of people about drifting is that once the car is set on angle, yes, you've counter steered, but now from whatever point that you set that wheel, Right. Even if it's like all you still are in, and, yeah, you you're still steering the same it. way. If it's a left turn, I'm still yeah. turning left. Right. But I've set the car weird and grabbed it where I want it. And now I'm adjusting it to round that corner, but I'm still turning like I would normally turn a car. I mean, not exactly. Cause you don't, you know, 
not exactly, but in the same direction. Yeah, you're still you still have to maneuver the car the same way. So like I think people think that you're steering with the ass of the car and to some degree you are because you need that to maintain the angle relative to the apex but you're still steering with the front end of the car you know what i mean you're you're using that power to get it a lot more to like transition back and forth than you are to like steer the car through the corner right once you're moving from corner to corner it's kind of like a different situation but so we've we've established it's a judged event right and what like what is the main shit they're judging now? I don't even pay attention anymore. So it's now it's proximity, right? Um, I'm gonna look it up because I don't even know anymore. This is how out of touch we are. I looked it up earlier today, but I didn't. Since now the rules really changed, I didn't really pay attention to the rules. But it's yeah, it's something goofy that they're. You know what, like one, when we came up with that idea years ago of how they should really judge the sport, if they're going to judge it, how they should really do it, since they don't do that, I don't really pay attention anymore. Yeah, I wrote a long, I just wait, I I just wait to see who won, I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I wrote a really long dissertation on like how I thought Formula Drift events should be run, and I like, it was long super long dude like, i don't know what the fuck i was like they should do yeah. jim connor to establish qualifying and like all this other shit um oh, well, that would be so funny uh yeah i wasn't talking <laughs> i didn't agree with him yeah i know i just remember uh, we, when we were talking about it, we judge it and it was just like oh yeah that is like perfect and prospect does it like, yeah but they're not gonna do that so no they won't because it doesn't make them any money um yeah. where are the there's the penalties there's a the rule book there's yeah they don't even show on the website oh yeah yeah like okay oh there's an fd 101 section you can download it nice they they don't they don't have one so again they don't know what the rules are but i believe what it was before is it was um they don't want you making corrections right they want your proximity correct to the clipping points which are the apexes and now they do two outsides and an inside per every round right I don't really know. So all they really care about is your proximity, your smoothness. Like you said, they don't want any correctness. So they want you going as fast as you possibly can. They have designated braking zones. So you can only slow down in certain areas. And that's really it. Like, Yeah. So you want to be. So when they're doing qualifying, right, they'll usually set a minimum entry speed that they want you to hit. Right, whether it's 80 miles an hour or 85 or whatever, they're like, This is kind of where we want you guys to be starting. They'll tell you where you're supposed to put the ass of the car, and they'll, those are the clipping ports outside or inner, right? So it'll be like the outside apex, like get your ass as close to this point as you can as you come around this corner. And then usually there's one front clip, which means you got to get the front of the car as close to that as you can. And that's how those score your qualifying run, right? Whoever has the closest qualifying mm-hmm. run to perfect in a scale of, scale of zero to 100. They seed the brackets, the top 32, right? So no, number one guy goes against the worst guy. For a long time, there wasn't 32 drivers in the field. So like the first like three seeded drivers would get a buy run. So they just okay. literally... so that's a rule that's changed. Uh, this got year, there's, there's no more uh, 37 driver cap. So it's going back to how it was in the like old days where like if your car passes tech, you can show up and try to get in the event. Yeah, so it was like shit. they want to they want to put more emphasis on like qualifying because when there's a 37 car cap and only 32 people can make it to the show like 
dudes would run one good qualifying run and be like, all right, I got 85. Okay, that puts me in. And they just go back to the pits for the next three like, qualifying runs. Yeah, and people pay to go to qualifying. So it's like, all right, well, that sucks. Yeah. some of the drivers that I wanted to see already like got decent enough scores that they're in the show. So they're just like, they Chum. dipped off for the rest of the day. Yeah, Yeah. yeah that's bullshit. And I think, yeah, that was so now really... there's like, hey, you can show up. So you're going to get guys that are like, you're going to start seeing like the part-time drift guys again in pros, I hope, where you have guys that are like, just show up to the California or the West Coast events or guys mm-hmm. just show up like, like they may be running pro-ams or whatever in their Texas or Florida or whatnot. And then, it's like, oh, there's a Formula D event. It's open to whoever's car right. passes. Yeah, trying try right, to cool. get in, right? Trying to qualify. Let yes. me see if, yeah, let me see if I can pick up some sponsors. Have a good weekend. Like, you start seeing that. And that's where, like, dudes like Bubba Drift from back in the day. Dude used to drive an El Camino in Formula D. He had a Crescent Wrench for him. Sh- yeah. That's gangsters. He, he showed they were at Road Atlanta and he just showed up and he was like, All right, I'm gonna change my drag setup to like this and here we go. He's everybody used to hate the guy because he was so fucking slow. So he's like impossible to follow because nobody else could drift that slow. <laughs> like you know, yeah. keep the hit, right? Um yeah, that thing was wobbly. It wasn't like got, it wasn't on like lower or anything got. like that. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was an El Camino, you know, whatever. But so yeah, they so a couple of years ago or four or five years ago, they introduced like there there was like pro-am drifting or whatever but formula d like went out and they did a thing of like where you have multiple brackets now so there's pro-am there's pro two and then there's pro one which is like the show right that's professional drifting. well there's yeah now they, call it, now they just call it pro pro spec and then everything else is licensing pro-am. series oh that's oh pro they don't spec even call is it it's pro spec, pro is, spec is pro it was pro two two right. years ago now it's called pro spec okay pro one is just called pro and then everything else like the pro ams are just licensing, licensing series, series. So, yes quick yeah. question in all of this and i know you're going to get to this point with adam lz where does adam lz like as far as like is he was he at the top level of drifting or at least in the competition not not in his driving skills what i meant in like the the league that he was in. Yes, he was competing at the top. Yeah, the last okay. seasons he was okay. competing so he at the top level another, of drifting. He couldn't go. But that was level that was that. purely no no no. Let's Adam Ozzie was story, at the I've, top level of story. his league purely because he had the best car in the league. That's so, purely yeah, the yeah, only. But, but like, more so, what I was running, asking was he was running, running a pro, pro level we, car. We had at, MLB yeah, versus AAA. Are we are we at MLB at that point? Yeah, right. he's, 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 he's yep. he can't go further he's taking than the Royals and everybody else out yeah. there is eating. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. Yeah, so he he he, he took an adi- he took an interesting route, and and I'll get to that. But what I really wanted to touch on was how does we've talked about the judging before we get into all the drama and all the other shit because that's what honestly really makes the sport interesting is all the shit that happens on the side too. But um, yeah. is how is it a competition between two drivers, right? So you do your everybody does their qualifying runs, everybody gets seated. And then when it actually comes time for competition, yeah, I've never understood the whole tandem. So it's it, it's set day. up like old school toge, right? So in toge, okay. here I'll explain it because I'm gonna make it quick. Uh, <laughs> the lead driver has to pretty much run like he's out there by himself. He has to do another qualifying run, which would make sense. Driver has to stick to him pretty much. You stay as close to him as you can. You mimic his angle. 
his speed and his line. If right. he runs a bad line, you like if he if you guys are going towards like an outside clipping zone and he's, and he's not that deep in the zone, you can go deeper and like scrub like some angle or something and make up those points because he like kind of chickened out and get, didn't get close to the wall, which is yeah. what everybody really wants to see. Yeah, is running the okay. wall. And so basically every round of competition is a lead run and a chase run, right? And so mm-hmm. basically what will happen is they will decide who won each of those runs, which is, and this is where it gets really fucky, right? Because you have two runs to decide who won best two out of three, but you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like a fucky situation. So unless one person is clearly dominant, it's completely subjective from that point forward based on the criteria that they're using the outs for this. They're doing it. Their like explanation is that we are judging lead versus lead and chase versus, versus chase. chase right so who had the yeah. best lead run who had the best chase run who had the best i mean run? but i could see that though be, because yeah, if it, someone didn't chase very I well mean, that's not really what they're doing but that's what they, what they claim they're, they're doing, doing. Yeah. okay so, okay yeah yeah okay. you can okay. see somebody chasing well like okay uh there's there's a driver i'm not gonna uh chris Worthworth. i'm not gonna spoiler uh, a later part of our <laughs> show probably okay yeah no no i won't even say this guy chris forsberg is known for this when he chases he chases very shallow so that he can stay really close to you and get a lot of angle and it looks like he's just like riding your ass but he does he rides the middle of the track the he's whole time. He's got a shit he line when he's chasing, but he's so he's close. He's got a shit line. He's, he's that so, it looks cool, yeah. but to like guys who have been watching drifting for a long, long time, we're all like, uh, that's kind of fuck shit. Like the this is when you hear people booing the the judges because they're like, dude, like you yeah, just close, told the last like guy that he took a shallow line to chase, but now Chris Forsberg is going through to the next round. So that like if you straighten out, right? Like if your car straightens out. Even if you're catching up or whatever, if your car straightens out too much, that's negative on you. Your car is supposed yeah. to be fucking sideways. If you're catching up to somebody, yeah. you better be sideways while you're doing it, right? Like, you got to be hammering yeah. it, really putting it in, which is like going back to Tanner Faust. That was always his thing. He always had one of the fastest cars on the track, always, because yeah. he had a mm-hmm. ton of money. He had a Palpadakis car with a rock star <laughs> funding and all this other shit. So he would give dudes a bunch of rope off the beginning of the run. Like there's old runs of Irwindale and Irwindale starts with a bank, like literally running three quarters of a bank all the way around. And he would let dudes be like six, seven car lengths in front of him. And he would just fucking hammer it and just reel them in. And by the time you come back around that bank to the, to the, the transition point, he's door to door with the guy in front of him, yeah. which looks sick as wow. shit. Right. Cause you're chasing this dude down sideways at a bank at like 90 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and by the time you go to make the super sketchy, Irwindale goes, it's basically you come off of the bank. There's once it straightens, there's a transition point. So you go from you go from that to swinging the car the other direction for like 300 yards, maybe probably less, probably 300, 400 feet. Honestly, you're still yeah. going fast. It's just sh- really quick. Yeah, you're going fast as fuck. Still, you're probably still carrying 80 miles an hour speed, 80, 90 miles an hour speed. And then you have to chuck it back the other way, going ass first into a wall, which is another bank that then comes around is infield bank, right? Then comes around and then you have a final transition back out. So you go from sketchy riding a wall on a fucking embankment, chuck it back at 90 miles an hour, snatch it back the other direction, putting your ass into a wall and then going out and around. So when you're doing that and you're reeling somebody in, you look like a fucking savage, right? Yeah. 
Um, did did Ryan did he or is it Tanner Faust or Ryan Turk who had the eighty six with the four fifty eight motor in it? Turn. Oh, that was Turk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that car is not the red one. The red one? No, that car is not legal. The red one? No, that's just a street car. Oh, okay. No, so yeah, that that was thing, that thing was built into the firewall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That thing has a modified firewall. It's got way too much other shit going on to be competition legal. Plus, that, you that don't really want to be sick. You don't really be running a Ferrari engine in a drift competition, bro. We'd be blowing. What do you mean it into... would blow up in like a thousand miles? It's fine, bro. The first run, bro. First listen, there's run. there's the one first run. It's a there's, Ferrari. What's, there's, what's, what's the, the guy's name yeah. that's informed the deal with the Ferrari right now? Yeah, Federico. He's okay. got a, he's so got an eight something. His first super... year. Yeah, let me look the car up. His first year. Like. He's he's going to Long Beach. That's round one. So his first year, I am literally walking across the bridge to get in to the event. And when you walk over the bridge, you walk past the uh, start finish line and you can see them take off and go initiate. Yep. So I'm watching him and everybody stands. He's like, oh, the Ferrari, the Ferrari's about to go. So we watch. He starts off and he's it's his first run in Formula D and he's the chase car. <laughs> and... I, I don't know, his car, like, he initiated, and it just straightened out and went straight forward into the tire wall, and then there was a oh. fire, and it was yeah, just it was like, what is going on? <laughs> so and the crazy part about it was, it was, like, it was raining, and it was like, how? How are you catching on fire in the rain? Like, what is wrong with it your car? You have a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, so he drifts a 599. Here's the car. Right, so this is the car in question. Here's the sound. Okay, but what's up with his caption? Because, like, it's not, I mean... It's, Just listen it's to the cool. way it sounds. It's a twin supercharged 599. Oh. Yeah, it's a Ferrari banging off the fucking limiter. <laughs> oh, yeah, so the car, I mean, the car is amazing. The dude's never been competitive, but the car is fucking sick, right? So, yeah, when it works, it's it's nice to see. Yeah, but, but it just, it doesn't always work. Um, no. But, yeah, so that's that's kind of always been the thing about the sport is like the run what you brung thing is really fucking cool. Cause you see a bunch of wild, wild shit like that. Um, fuck. What the fuck are we talking about? We're talking about rules and then my brain. No, but we, that, that <laughs> kind of like brings you like into like your next segment, right? So you, you, you understand the rules, you understand the judging. Now it's fucking mm. open game and open season. Kind of like what you're saying. Like now they're bringing back, Hey, if you can qualify as your car meets spec, bring and run whatever you want. So as long are you as you have a license, see... as long as you have a license, right. to be fair. Right. So yeah. are you going to see now? I mean, you have the guys like Adam Elzey who got in the sport, and I've heard the story. I've I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos. He basically got in because of, of his YouTube and popularity. So and COVID, yeah. yeah. So they needed they needed they needed someone to elevate the sport, which. But he brought a lot uh, of influence. Uh, we did all right, real quick, but we missed one final part of like how the scoring goes before we get into okay. all the other shit. Okay. In the event that they cannot determine who is the winner after the lead run and the chase runs rotate, there is something called one more time, which is basically yeah. we don't know. Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Straight up. We don't we know. That's yeah. Three, go Let's go. yeah, no. And they do the whole thing. Oh. They do the lead and the chase all over again. The whole thing. Twice or, or once. sometimes. Well, no, I guess if, you, if you're leading chase, you I've have to do it to twice event. at least. Yeah. yeah. What I've been fuck? to events where they've done like three or four one more time on the same what? one because it's like the champion. It's like the championship. Yeah, it's just like you yeah. literally have whoever wins this battle. And we're talking this is before final four for the event because it's just like F one. 
you can be two races yeah. before the end of the season and know that if I win this race, we won driver's championship, right? There's nobody can beat right, us. Right, right, right. right the right. same thing happens in drifting. So you would have, you'd be in, you'd be in fucking Irwindale, which is always the last round of every season. And it is fucking wild every single year. I've never mm-hmm. been to a boring Irwindale and you will see if like, dude, if it's like Osbo and Turk and like one of these dudes is going to win, they, to the judge's credit, nine times out of 10, they will make them run it until it is leave no doubt, leave no doubt, right? Like this dude fucking won. Somebody's car needs to pop. (laughs) And it does turn into like attrition like that. That's what's crazy. It's like, you'll literally end up, some dude will lose because his car blows up. I mean, you, 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 you've got to give credit to that though. I mean, that, that, but also that goes to show their skill, that goes to show their skill though, right? Mm -hmm. Like you guys are that close and how good of a physical driver, which let's be honest, probably 98% of the popularity on the planet earth can't do in, in, in the form that you're doing it in. Not to that level. No, fuck no. And like, Like, it's just like basketball. Anybody can go uh, fucking play basketball and everybody can go play in the NBA. Right, like Correct. you do have not to have be LeBron James making forty-two million dollars a year. God damn! What did you say, Jamal? I said, yeah, there's levels to things. There's yeah. levels to this shit. Um, yeah, but so yeah, that yeah, that is basically that is what you need to know to go watch drifting and understand what is happening as you're watching it. Right, that's how the sport works. Now, what's the fucking cheese, mate, Holmes? What's the shit <laughs> that's going down in the back? Um. And we'll wait for Mike to get here before we go into Adam LZ because he seems very interested to talk about Adam LZ. But I, I'm interested too because I don't know the story, but I'm going to go get another beer. Yeah. And so the whites have left the, <laughs> the minorities unattended. Historically, <laughs> historically, this things. does not go well for them. Historically, this does not go well for them. <laughs> this is when they lose shit. This is when they lose shit. This is when we be stealing shit. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Mike left his social security number out. <laughs> Let me hack your shit real quick. Let me hack your shit real quick, dog. Oh man. I wanted to did you get a chance to watch um so FD has a podcast now, I guess. And yeah, I know. Did you That's watch all the, on my show notes, dude? I have like two pages worth of show notes. Do you have did you watch Matt Fields episode? Because I was actually really interested to see what he said about the whole thing. No, I haven't thing. watched any of it yet. I just okay. found out. I was like, oh, okay, so they have a show. Yeah, there's but an episode he watched. Yeah, there's an episode they did with Field, yeah. like talking about finding out about Falcon. So f- getting into uh, the, leaving. Yeah, so getting into the cheese man of the sport. Yeah. Falcon Tire has been a part of Formula D literally since 2004, um, when the sport started in the states, and they are no longer a sponsor this season. They had one of the biggest and most dominant teams on the grid because they had six or seven different cars like every single year all the teams are individual right they all run their falcons their main sponsor they run the livery they run the tires but all these teams are managed individually a lot of these guys build their own cars right like jtp built his own car no yeah, yeah they're all different cars so I, I can always remember the falcon like what is it for the, a while falcon was the running blue, the, the green uh, fucking spec they yeah, had on the yeah. cars yeah the teal and blue yeah I know yeah. most of the uh so for a while they were building the, the drift cars. package. <laughs> I know some I know Forza cars. Yeah. The Falcon drift pack. Yes. They, they would they would build some cars. Of that. Yeah. I like the Corvette. 
That Corvette is great. That's Matt Fields' Corvette, yeah. Um, that's Matt Fields' vet, yeah. I remember Matt, you talking about him, too. That Matt Fields' vet is, that vet's pretty fucking sick. I'm not going to lie. That dude builds a nice fucking car. Um, I, out, out of all the cars in, in when you're doing drift stuff in Forza, like, out of all the Formula drift cars, that that was the car that I liked the best. It's pretty fucking dank. Um, Corvette's an amazing drift yeah. chassis, and people are figuring it out, which sucks, because they ruin everything, but... Um, <laughs> Dude, did you guys hear Sabir's Corvette start after three months of not starting it? Yeah, sounded good. The chop is so <laughs> real. <laughs> I didn't know it was in fucking San Jose. Um, so here's the power plant in Fields' car, or here's just kind of a walk around of his car. Oh, this is from today. Yeah, there you go. So this is yeah. Holy shit! LS7 with a Pro Charger. I think it makes 900 horsepower this season. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, that thing is chunky. Yeah. Holy fuck. It's an interesting chassis because the chassis is fiberglass and aluminum, right? So when you're trying to put a roll and cage and shit and stuff. Fiber. Yeah. A lot of carbon Kevlar, too. He gets he gets all Holy of his body shit. panels from this company, HGK, out of Latvia. And apparently Dude, legit, that looks like a goddamn 918 from, or 918, uh, Courier GT almost from the back with the suspension. Yeah. Yeah. Do they, 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 I would assume they take that seat out. Or do they uh, have ride-alongs? They do a lot of ride-alongs. They'll do a lot of tandems. Right they do ride-alongs. Gotta pay yeah, bills, yeah. homie. Gotta pay the bills. I mean, yeah, they'll do exhibitions. Oh and shit. god, yeah, the fucking ride-alongs that they do on media days and shit like that. So before the events, they have like media day and people right. who you know donors and fucking you know the mayor of Long Beach, all that you gotta, bullshit. You gotta kiss the they kids come and do ride-alongs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, what? like I had heard one day. <laughs> One of the drivers is like, oh, yeah, like they buy tickets for this. They come on like Wednesday and Tuesday and Thursday and do ride alongs. It's like, it's like 50 bucks or like that's how, like, I forgot what it was. It was like per ride along, though. Dude, it's a great hustle. He's like, we just do one lap. But it goes to like, it doesn't go to the the team or anything. You just pay Formula D. Like Formula D sells the ride along tickets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Formula D have fun, funds so like, some sort of their projects that they have to a point, or well, it not goes the, for advertisement. Yeah. Well, not this. The, so well, they're it, doing a demo at a God. What is that uh, race this year? The one in Long Beach. Something four hundred. Gambler no, 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 four hundred. Yeah, I think it's so. Off road one. I don't. Is it the gambler? The gambler's off. Uh, yeah, I think so. That's wild. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's. The sport is very interesting because of the fact that there is no spec chassis or anything like that, right? There's just, there's specifications you have to build the chassis to, right? but there is no spec chassis, right? There's no like, this is your drift car, build it. It's do whatever the fuck you want. So you see really interesting solutions to problems and you see really like just ingenious ways to kind of do things. And you'll see people push things and do things that are outside of the rule book before anybody caught kind of going back to like mad Mike Woodette a couple of years ago, he was running in formula drift with a thousand horsepower four rotor turbocharged Miata. And he was only allowed to run so big of a tire based on the weight of the vehicle and how much power it made and all this shit. So he was running these weird rotiform bead look wheels, like a fake bead lock in the back. Because what will happen, he was de-beating tires. Like, they would fly off the rim because the car is making oh. so much power. It's spinning the rim inside of the wind, then it just fucking flies off, right? So he was running <laughs> this He was running this flange as a non-mechanical way to try to keep the tire from de-beating. 
And it was right. still such a problem that they literally started gluing the tires to the bead flange of the wheel, trying to keep them from coming loose. And that's, you can't do that. So he got caught up for that. And there was a bunch of controversy around it. And then they weighed his car and it was like 200 pounds too light and like all other types of shit. Right. So like it, it was a whole thing. Like, and you, and so that's, that's really, I think that's endemic to motorsport in general, right. Is there's a rule book and you win by finding the holes in the rule book. Right. Correct. So, so the Mint 400 is what they're doing. The demo Mint 400. Out. Okay. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's yeah, it's actually a desert really race. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's fucking really cool. Um, so Dylan Hughes and some other pro drivers are uh, have been announced to be doing the demos at the Mint okay. this year. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it, I mean, even at grassroots events, you'll see guys giving out ride-alongs like five, ten bucks or whatever. You sign a waiver. Yeah, and for those guys, it's fucking genius. Yeah, no, but for real, when you think about it, it's genius, right? It's like I'm already here, especially if it's an event where, like, as a driver, you're just trying to get a bunch of seat time, and you're like, I just want to run over and over again. If somebody's willing to pay me ten bucks to sit shotgun while I do it anyway, do some shit I wasn't gonna do anyway. Yeah, Yeah, to your point, you're paying for my tires a little bit, or paying for my gas, or at least offsetting some of the cost of me doing this because it's not cheap. You know what I mean? Like anything else. Um, but yeah, but going into like the drama of the sport, right? What is, what is the big thing? One of the major things is you still do, there's fewer of them than there used to be. And Adam LZ is a really interesting um, addition to the conversation. So we'll finally pivot to that, but you have privateers, you have guys that own their cars and they build them and they have sponsors that pay for like 5% of shit and they'll have like a tire sponsor and that's it. Right. And then you have the big factory back guys like the, so like Toyota has, if you see a Supra or the Corolla, right? Those are Toyota sponsored cars. Toyota's putting money into those, into those projects. Same so thing Frederick with Osborne, Ryan Turk. Yeah. Frederick Osborne, Ryan Turk. You know, examples of sponsored cars. And then like Michael Esso was a privateer. And he was in the sport for years in the same exact car. And he was he still competitive. Retired, yeah. yeah, just this year. Because, yeah. I mean, he's 40, his kid's like 10, and he's like, I got to step back. Like, I'm not winning any championships. I can't afford to build a new car. These cars are too crazy these days. And he's like, there's just no spot for guys like me. And and that's kind of like the biggest barrier to entry into pro is if you look at a pro spec car, a pro spec car is like a car that Jamal and I could reasonably build and drive 600 horsepower, 700 horsepower two you know, two fucking cage, whatever full wise fab, all that good shit, all off the shelf parts or whatever, but a car that doesn't need a full race team to support it. Right. So nothing's really pushing the envelope in any kind of direction because right. a, a lot of those guys are privateers. You can win a pro license. There's certain of like, I think Lone Star Drift, if you win the pro spec, yeah. Lone you, Star, you don't even you have to win NorCal Golden Gate Drift and NorCal. Yeah. But like they'll have licensing events where it's like if you win this event, you get a pro license. You don't need to win the whole championship. You win this event, you get a pro license. You get five G's and a pro license. I think if you the top five or the top three in points at the end of the year, you get a license. Yeah. So it's it's like there are they they do give you a lot of avenues to get there. But what people find out is just because I have the license doesn't mean I can right. It's yeah, it's money. These are six figure cars now. Once you get to pro level, they're hundred they're hundred thousand dollar race cars. They're full on okay. fucking race cars, right? So So I know we're we're not gonna talk about Porsche, but who was the actor that Patrick Dempsey? Yes. He figured that shit out fucking real quick with Porsche. Oh dude, he backed off so quick. Who did the same thing? 
qualified for racing and like mm. club sport and all this stuff and bought a car and figured out that it's like yeah, 30 a million dollars a no, year he, to he like maintain that car. shit he, he owned he a, a whole team, team. He yeah, had he yeah he his family is dempsey racing yeah it, his name is on the 991.2 rsr it's yeah, he, one of the he, names he, on the back he don't own that shit no more he fucking just <laughs> runs for <laughs> no. Porsche. yeah no it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of money it's a lot of fucking money to yeah. compete at that level and so going to finally getting to your point about adam lz adam lz built a six figure S 15 to run in pro spec pro two at the time. Right. So okay. he had, he brought a gun to a knife fight when he built that car to go run in, in pro two pro spec. It's that same shit. Right. And he, I mean, he crushed it. He's a good driver. You can't deny the fact that the, no, he the can dude, is a, he can dude is a good driver yeah, yeah. and, and he had a great car. And then when COVID hit and what the sport ended up doing was, in order to have a full season, but it was like a, it was like a shrunk down season because of, you know, there was obviously quarantine and everything else Um, to run this truncated season. They ran two events, two weekends in a row at the same track and they did it four times. Right. And so one mm-hmm. of the biggest issues about formula drift is it's all over the country. And a lot of these guys don't have race teams so they're driving themselves on a trailer with their race car car. all over the country dude fucking forsberg still does that shit he drives his own rig right dude's got a nissan factory team and he's sponsored by nas and he's got a hundred and seventy five thousand dollar race car and he drives his own rig from event to event right (laughs) now granted his his rig is a low side to make every event from what a driver has told me on the low side to make every event in the season if he does good like no unnecessary breakdowns or anything like that. It's like 75 K. Holy just to shit. transport your shit from one event to the next. That's not fuel. That's not paying the dudes to work on the car. That's not paying for parts. No, 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 no. That's, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that's, that's, that's a lot better. 75 K for the year is to, Still... cause you got to pay to get into the event. You got to take your car fuel. He was like, dude, like when you go across different states, like you got to have like different way stations and all this other nonsense. Well, like, you so like, be yeah, you hope you don't win. have any breakdowns. Well, that's what I was gonna say too. Is like that's assuming you Even don't you winning, don't hit like anything. Sometimes you don't really want to win because if you're like if you're a privateer and you're paying for all, especially if you don't have a tire supplier, or a tire sponsor, and you're paying for tires, maybe you don't really want to win because that's you know five yeah. more tires that yeah. you got to use and yeah. you got like. You you know you you didn't expect to do that good in this many events. And it's like, all right, maybe if I just duck them now and take the points, I can just roll on to the next event. Well, that too, and it's like car you know, is not you... broken. Like, let me just get out of here safely with some good points and just. Yeah, you you've now drawn you know. some attention to yourself. Hopefully, you draw a better sponsor for the next season, and then you can try to take. Yeah. It's it's just like you know, it's just again, it's like F one. You have your low field teams, your midfield teams, and then you have you guys who are actually trying to go for it. And the midfield teams are happy to get a P five, right? Whereas if you're fucking Red Bull, it's P one or death, right? Yeah. So it, it's it's the same kind of thing in this, which is like you have closer to NASCAR. What happened? I think it's actually closer to NASCAR. It actually, there's well, there's the kind of has the same situation where it's you show up. There's guys who make a living doing that, where they just show up, qualify for events, and they then just run at the back of the pack because, yeah. well, no, no, they just they just go home because if you qualify, you get paid. 
Yeah. So well, they, and, they yeah. just take whatever little money they got. It's a couple grand, but it's like, oh, I qualify. And then you just give your spot to a, like a bigger pro who didn't get in. And you're just like, oh, yeah, like, I'm, you know, I'm out <laughs> well, of tires. I'm out of gas. I'm going home and take that three grand you guys gave me and bounce. It's like, well, yeah, there's... I run this track every weekend. Like, I can hit that qualifying time easily. I've, I've read stuff about, like, to your point about shit in NASCAR, about like privateer teams in NASCAR. Well, they get, like they'll have sponsorship agreements. Like the car has to be on the track for this many laps, right? In order yeah, for you to fulfill your spot. doing that because yeah, so they'll yeah. they'll they'll run at the back of the pack for fifty laps and then retire, right? Oh, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. These aren't even guys that are sponsored. These right. are dudes like me or you who like lives near oh, Arlendale yeah, yeah. and has like a little NASCAR that just happens to be like the same model year or whatever, and it's legal. And we do that. We do Arundel all the time. So like hitting the qualifying time is nothing. So it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to go out here and hit the qualifying time. I'm going to get number. Bucks and dip out. <laughs> and di- yeah, I got spot 47. I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, I there's a hustle in anyway. everything. Yeah, exactly. There's a hustle in anything. But, but the thing about Adam LZ is so like, yeah, he, he had a, he had a pro, he had like a quasi pro level car in prospect, right? Okay. And then mm-hmm. COVID rolls around and they're running this truncated season and he makes the decision to say, um, if I'm ever going to make the leap financially speaking, this is the best time to do it because yeah, exactly. I'm not driving around as much. He's right, already got right, right. a title. He's already got a tire sponsor. He's got all the other shit, right? Cause he's fucking Adam LZ. So he goes into pro does all right. You know, he does this is his first season. He bashes the car up a little bit, but he does good enough to where when Vaughn Gittin retires from the sport at the end of that season, it was him and this dude, Chelsea Denofa, and they, you know, they're Ford sponsored. He owns RTR, which you can go to a Ford dealership and order a Mustang RTR spec five, which is a fucking drift car, like tube chassis, 800 horsepower, oh, no interior fucking wide bodied Mustang drift car. Right. It's That's a whole, gangsters. Fuck. It, yeah, no, they're, they, they have Vins on them. They're street legal. It's dope. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, they're expensive, but they're yeah. If you look I, I, up, come full interior or no full interior? I mean, race interior. Oh, pfft. yeah. I'd buy one. That's fucking gangster yeah, shit. Yeah, so let me let me look. Are you it kidding up. me right now? What? I Dude, did not uh, know this. R- yeah, so the RTR spec packages they start at like you know there's the design package which is just like the design, the way it looks, and then you have the the spec. So let's see, spec one, spec oh, one gets to the top. Broncos too? What the yeah, fuck? so here, let's check this out. So it's 37, it's 38 G's for the spec five package. Um, so it's a regular Mustang GT plus 38 G's. Right. But it's dude wide bodied. Like, do they have more photos of it? I don't need that. Get out of here. Uh, Stop with the drop down menus. Like, I know, it's so fuck? bad, dude. Could, 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 you just can't go to vehicles. Yeah, this is what I'm. Well, that's that's where I am right now. Oh, yeah, there you go, there you go, there you go. Look really back end. There's there's an arrow. There's an arrow. The right. Yeah, right there. I'm a picture. Oh, like oh, picture. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll click over. There's not that. Yeah, many. there you go. Oh, okay. But why does it? That's, that's a horrible a website. Car, okay, so yeah, monoblock wheels. Stage. If one you have mag ride, it gives you this. Seven hundred fifty horses. Yeah. So what about her fender flares, all the exterior shit, rear diffuser, um, 
wheels, then you, tires, wheels, tires, yeah, TPMS, black, all the shit. Dude, it's a dash plaque signed by Von Gittin Jr. I got what that windshield banner, dog. I got the windshield banner. What else Again. could you ask for? But so anyway, he Dang, they, they bring the, Adam Mill. They bring what? Pull the big picture up on the road. There is not. It doesn't. It doesn't let him. It's just grabbing. It's just grabbing the door handle. Okay, let me. I'll 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 find it. No, it's. I got you. I got you. I got you. Got you. I can't bring it up if you do it. I've got it right here. I've got it right here already. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I can see it, Mike. Stop looking at it for yourself. So Adam Melzi comes on board, gets this car, basically, right? Yeah. So they they sign him on as as a as a pro driver. They bring him on as a RTR driver, right? So he's now the second. The second wheel and Chelsea Denofa. Chelsea Denofa <laughs> is known for being rowdy as fuck. Like the dude just doesn't give a shit. He's just a really speaks aggressive... his mind. No, he's just he's when he drives, he's very violent and okay. it's, it's okay. really entertaining to watch. And I'll bring up the video of him driving so you can see what I'm talking about. But he's just a little bit of a a, a a loose cannon in terms of like how hard he'll push to the point where like there's videos of him getting him and Vaughn running next to each other right before Vaughn had retired. And when those two would go door to door, they didn't give a fuck. Like they were going after each other, even though they were teammates, they were like hitting it. And so there's videos of like Chelsea literally hit me. Well, no, he would like, dude, he like drove his car up onto Vaughn's car. They got so close. I'm talking about Chelsea Denofa and Vaughn getting Jamal before Vaughn left. Yeah. Yeah. So Chelsea would just like come up behind this motherfucker and overcook it, which he does all the time. And he just run right over fucking Vaughn Jr. Whatever. So they brought Adam LZ in. Vaughn's done that to a few people. Yeah, I mean, there it's those cars, those Mustangs, and I I don't know if they still do it, but the way that they had the suspension set up is that mid drift they would three wheel, so they were like sprint cars. They would lift the inside wheel up, so they're literally drifting at like eighty miles an hour on three wheels. One wheel mm-hmm. steering, the other one's fucking all the way up in the ground on the up in the air. The rear squat the fuck down, and they're just like motoring around. It's ridiculous to watch, honestly. So yeah. these prices have to be like you're already providing the car. I'm oh, assuming. absolutely, yeah. Okay. For the spec cards, yeah, absolutely, yeah. That's that's okay. plus the cost of the car. It's just like it's just like um. That's actually not that bad. It's not that bad. No, it's it's just hey, like um. Okay, here, watch. Check this shit out. Wait till it restarts. Oh shit! He picked that fucking wheel up. And yeah, who's driving this? This is Chelsea Denofa. Okay. So Chelsea Denofa was a privateer forever. God damn, he is fucking he's aggressive shit as up. yeah, he's aggressive as fuck, dog. Holy <laughs> fuck. That's why he's fun to watch. He's, he's just really aggressive. But also his wife is also named Chelsea, so it's just really funny. Oh, Chelsea and Chelsea? <laughs> Chelsea, yeah. The two C's. Yeah, so look at this shit. Just pitching. And they'll just roll around like that. Um Anyway, so Adam Z goes in there. He's doing that thing. He did two seasons, Jay? One or two seasons with them? I can't remember. No, it was just one. It was just last season, huh? In he's RTR. still on their website. He's on RTR's website. So. He's, yeah. yeah. So so he does that. And then this season, this is what's... This is the shit. This season, RTR puts out a, a press release. Well, Adam LZ puts out a pre- press release like two or three weeks ago. <sighs> And he did a YouTube video about it, too, and I never bothered to watch it because it wasn't that interesting, to be honest. But he's like, oh, I'm stepping away from Formula Drift, and this is the reason why, and blah, blah, blah. And it's probably because he's got a bunch of his own shit going on, and Formula uh-huh. D is really fucking competitive or whatever. And then um, RTR 
just dropped this last month and it's just new driver announcement 2023 right and everybody's like who the fuck's it gonna be blah 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 and then come to find out it's this motherfucker For those watching at home, it's very ominous. And then there's a very dashing Irishman. That is James Dean. D-E-N-E. James Dean is one of the most dominant drivers in the history of Formula Drift and drifting worldwide. Period. The dude does not make mistakes. And he is. He won three titles in five years. Three championships in five years or some fucking stupid shit like that. Like he was he drives for RTR. So he left the sport a couple years ago because he was just cleaning up like he didn't say as much, but he was like, I've done everything I need to do here. And that was kind of yeah. the end, the end right. of it. Yeah. OK. Um, He was doing like clutch kickers and he was doing other shit. And he's got these cr- he's got a crazy collection of vehicles all over the world. He's got an SR20 powered FD. He's got a V8. Eurofighter, the BMW, the Kevlar BMW Eurofighter, like spec cars. Oh, shit. He's got one of those. It's like a 900 horsepower LS7. It's fucking sick. Holy um, fuck. He was drifting a twin turbo V8 S14 like a billion years ago, which that car is still around. Yeah, that's that car is still floating around what? somewhere. Yeah. And now he comes back and he's driving for RTR. So this is, in my opinion. This is. Chelsea hasn't won a championship ever. The Did you know? Sure it's in the video. Yeah, he he. Chelsea's mm-hmm. never won one. He's won some events. He's podium, but he's never like won an event, right? Or okay. won a championship. Mm-hmm. And when you're Vaughn Gittin Jr. and he's won three championships, right? Has a whole race team. Has a whole company that he built on the yeah, back of his. Yeah, so he has a whole company he's built on the back of winning championships in Formula Drift and selling spec chassis and doing all this shit. And now, granted, he's brought, you know, he does Broncos and Mustang Machis or basically anything Ford, really. It's like we need to get championships, right? I have to keep the brand up. So he brings literally like the dude with the biggest dick on the field. It's ridiculous. So smartest move in the world. They were, it was him and this dude, Peter Wycheck, the last time that James Dean competed in the sport. And they raced for a company called Worthhouse, which is a Polish company, I think. And they had the closest you'll see to like spec cars in the sport. They had two S15s. They were built almost yeah. exactly the same. They were both 2J powered. They both made like a thousand horsepower. And they were the exact same car. They just had different colors. One was blue, one was red. And one was right-hand drive and one was left-hand drive. Yeah. Peter Wycheck's was left-hand drive. James Dean was right-hand drive. Um, but those two were like, they're just, it's, I got to find it. Watching the, Watching those guys drift is so much different than watching like the American drifters because they're just so much fucking cleaner. Like they're so, for lack of a better term, they're surgical with this shit, Jake. So um, I mean, America is always the last fucking one to show up to the fucking party. So let's be honest about it. Yeah. So here's his. All right. So here's this. Check this. Big screen. Big screen. God damn, he is close to that fucking guardrail. I know. I need Holy to find. Holy 
shit. Let me find one of like him actually. I want to find wow, one of like, his hand. That's nuts. Is this him? Yeah, so this is him in the Mustang first time. That's LZ's old car, by the way. Yeah. So literally his old <laughs> shit. Hurt commented American Machine Dean. <laughs> oh, here's the Eurofighter. So you see what I'm saying about 90 degrees? That 90 ah. degrees and then immediate, immediate chuck it back the other way. Yeah. Yeah. For another 90 yeah. degrees. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. All fucking balls. And then let me see if there's an old video up here of him in. Oh, this is a good one. So Dean's in the green S14. Look at this. And who's he racing against? Some, uh, just some fucking dude in oh, Europe. Okay. Some dude that can't keep up. Like you can tell Dean's backing off the car. Oh, yeah. 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 Because the car settles, unsettles, settles, unsettles. Yeah, like. he's on and off. And you see they have a front brake light so they can see. They do that because, like. They don't want you brake checking the person behind. Well, and the thing is, is that, like, Chris Forsberg used to get accused of doing that shit all the time. Of, like, brake checking people, like, on the straights where you're, like, mid-transition going sideways and you'd, like, lock it up. Going into initiation, it just sets the fucking chase driver, fucks them all up, gets them unsettled. And then he would, like, go and do his thing because he had enough power to, like, gain to get Takes the wheels back, back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so because of that they started putting front brake lights in and the windshield and then that wasn't enough because they realized that the cars were making so much smoke that you could lock the rears not hit the front brake still scrub speed but you wouldn't be able to tell so then they started making it to where every <laughs> wheel has to have a different colored spoke that's like Wait, it has to be a contrasting color so they can see how fast the wheels yeah. rotating on slow mo. So they can see if you oh, lost wheel speed. Yeah, because this is because everything's happening so fast, dog. Because these rounds are thirty seconds a pop, right? They're yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. So everything's happening so fast, you can cheat and nobody will catch it right. for a long time. So that I, they've they've tried to like you know minimize I guess that I, as much as possible i guess i didn't realize that but that's i mean that's probably why i bring like adam lz up so much is because like i kind of fell in love with his channel for the fact that like that's what he was into and like i've, I've learned more drift things from that and like his drift hq and like all the cars he builds and all of that stuff like i didn't realize how much the sports game popularity i just don't think it goes mainstream as much as like a nascar or a formula one or well it's only 20 years old but 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 you think about it like you think about today's culture and kids how -hmm. many of them are into nascar or formula one versus drifting so i'll put it to you like this how long was skateboarding a thing before what do you mean it's like the oh before the thing before it before it be before it started to oh, be before it blew up oh, oh 30 tony years. hawks pro skater right right before it comes mainstream right before right. before it, 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 culture gets a hold of it and it, it blows it blows up from there oh, yeah, right but like right. exactly and i think that now it's starting to happen and you see it because it's like what does every new car do in every fucking advertisement it's sliding across somewhere every fucking right. mopar video every bmw video hell accurate yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, the gr86 that they offer is a track car, car and they don't the warranty advertise track fucking features for that car like and like you can go to the track and drift it like I mean, we're putting drift well, modes yeah. and mclarens and all types of other shit right so like it is 
It I'm is pretty sure there's a cheat. The warranty. Yeah. Fact. But yeah, we, it, off, we offer it as a track car, and then we decline the warranty when it's used on the track. Well, and, like, they've tried to put it on TV, so, like, Speed, the Speed channel. I don't know if anybody remembers yes. that. Speed yes. used to air um, Formula Drift. They had an NBC Sports contract for a couple of seasons, but it just didn't. Mm-hmm. This was eight years ago. It was big for the people that were in it. They would sell out events, but and it people, was. I mean, you can watch it on YouTube. You watch YouTube live. Listen, yet another. Yeah, Formula D just streams it on YouTube. Man. With some success, most of the time. <laughs> There's I mean, things I about the really sport that, that sarcasm or not. It is. There's th- the thing about the thing okay. about Formula Drift is it's still very clearly in some ways a racing series put together by two dudes in a basement. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so that the crack show here and there, right? Like this live streams aren't always <laughs> super great. The judgings can be whatever, you know, there's there's issues with events. There's issues with the way they decide to do things and all that kinds of stuff. And it has improved and streamlined over the years. But, you know, it's it's the only it is like somehow the preeminent professional drifting championship worldwide now. Right. Um, D1GP has a whole different way of scoring they have something called a drift box which is literally telemetry they judge off telemetry now um but it's actually more boring to watch because they don't give a shit about proximity so the dudes just run in the middle of the road right, right. so they're not it's really all about like the telemetry of like the angles of your car and stuff Com- yeah relative to the car you're chasing or leading yeah. <clears throat> so it's just not it's just not as it, like the guys that are it it, it becomes this weird situation Wait, where do gp still around Pretty sure. Cause I feel like everybody just drives in Formula D Japan now. Oh, it might be. That's a good point. It might just be Formula G Japan. But I know Formula D Japan does the same shit, don't they? They, they use a drift box too, right? No, nah, they they judge like they do out here. Oh no, yeah. The D1. driving style is a little different. I just like I just think D1 it's GP crazy. Is oh, yeah, still like yeah. how, how you guys talk about like drifting and like I didn't learn about drifting until honestly probably 10, 15 say, years ago. You can say you can say Fast and the Furious. No, like I know. Okay. Fuck, fuck Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like I knew what drifting was, but like to show like what you can do with that versus, oh, usually when you're drifting, usually when you're a normal car enthusiast, you're out of control, you're trying to correct it, save it or whatever. And you're trying to purposely do that and then control it at the same time. Like it's just crazy to watch where something has started and become like a backdoor thing like the old japanese videos and like where it all came from toge and all that stuff to I where it's backdoor videos and all that <laughs> stuff <laughs> no but like, uh, yeah, like, uh, like old option like videos one videos yeah, yeah that's like, old option videos dude the old like it, i i would behoove <laughs> if you can get your hands on them or they're probably on the internet but i still watch, have some do you go watch the old yeah, option videos Bro, just ask Lenny. I'm sure he can get some on. <laughs> but like, they used to like literally show you like different ways to initiate. Because like, if you they ask, had one like, called the Drift Bible, which pretty much yeah. taught you how to drift. It did, and and what's cool about that one actually that I always appreciated is it it taught every other way to initiate a drift and then handbrake drift. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. what you'll see is like a lot of folks or a lot of dudes get into drifting and like put a hydro on it, which a hydro is super useful. It's a right. great tool for 
correcting angle, maintaining angle, initiating in tough situations, initiating hairpins, scrubbing a ton of speed at once, like all types of shit, right? But at the same time, there is a large population of drifters that think that hydros are for bitches and using your handbrake to initiate is a fucking pussy move, right? Especially old, especially old 86. Old nation. Yeah. Because the car doesn't have enough power to correct, to get back on top of the tire. When you do this, right? Clutch kick, right? You can can clutch kick or you just fucking swing the shit out of that motherfucker. So hold the clutch, lock it over, then click, kick it, get it to break loose. But that's just, you know, you're beating the shit out of your drivetrain or whatever, but that's the sport. But even in pros, yeah, I used to do ride alongs with guys back in the day, like when drifting first came out here, and I was going to like little grassroots events and doing ride alongs with people, and they're like, mm-hmm. like I said, the stock A6 Corollas and shit, and yeah. they would just Hammer just clutch ones. kick that car <laughs> around the whole fucking course, man. It's like the whole time, like, bang, 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 bang. You hear like, that poor drivetrain just screaming for help, bro. Oh, the I entire time, eighteen clutches in this car. Oh, no, it's not even, no, this is the thing about clutch kicking that people don't understand. You don't burn the clutch out of that. No, bitch. you bust the input shaft. You don't fucking burn yeah, the clutch. You don't burn the clutch. <laughs> it's you just bust a quick transmission. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Your your transmission is screaming every time, especially if you're at super high RPM, especially if you're in a so, high horsepower car. Whew. Anyway, Jamal's trying to talk. I'll shut up. So my first <laughs> my first ride along, I was riding. I'm not gonna say his name. It's not that important. But I was riding with this guy. He had an eight six Corolla, and we're chasing a guy in a Skyline. Uh, right. Your Skyline, just a black one. You mean his GTS? Yeah, his Maxima. <laughs> right. And he's got like, I think he had like 600 horsepower, six or 700 horsepower. And the guy I'm riding with, so we're chasing this dude. And he is clutch kicking the shit out. Like we didn't use the brakes at all. Like if he went wide on the turn, he just fucking drove through it. Like I'm trying to stay like respectably close to this fucking... And then when they switched, I rode with the guy in the skyline, and the whole time he's driving, he's like, fuck your friend's car is so goddamn slow. And he's like, tell him to pick a good line. Shit. He's like, he's all over the goddamn place. It's like, brother, he's I'm like just barely just feathering it. He's just like, what? What? Like, just barely feathering the gas. Let like, me show you what the like, power actually passing. does. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going to pass him on this next open spot. And he's like, but see like but see that's like that's the funny thing about drifting right is like if you go to a if you go to a grassroots drifting event right and then you go to a formula g d event it is not even close to the same sport because the Mm. grassroots guys are going around corners at 35 40 45 miles an hour the guy who's cooking it at 60 65 70 is really fucking killing it dude i just went to fuel fest not so long ago and it was like super fast initiation 25 miles an hour for the rest I listened to uh, was it last week? Was it Black, Black Beach Drift? Drift? Yeah, yeah. God, I, like when I got on my car, I was like walking up to the track. I was like, who? Or like it was some dudes out there cooking. I was like, all right, somebody's. But yeah, somebody brought his uh his spec car. Like, there was a couple of dudes out there boogieing. Yeah, like initiating at the. Uh, so you've played um, what's that that. The drift get video game on your phone. Uh, CSR, the, the cartoony looking one. Oh, uh, FR Legends, yeah, yeah. So you remember, remember the Grange uh, yes. track on there? Yeah, these dudes were initiating at that first house on the straightaway. What the fuck? Like, remember, 
Remember how far back that house is? Yes, they were flicking at the house and then just like drag e-brake like 50 feet down and then just as soon as the corner comes, just get back in and just fly in. Yeah, that's the thing about it. There was some cool cars up there too. I'm I'm interested to see hear more about that actually. Um because I think that's that's I'm a fucking dirty lefty, I'm all about inclusion, and I think doing something like that is fucking cool, right? Because black dudes are criminally unrepresented in motorsport point blank period. Right? Yeah. So So it was it was really nice to go to an event where it's just like everybody there is like just it was like a hand, like literally like four or five white people, maybe like a, a four or five Mexicans. Yeah, it's there a fucking like cookout, bro, and everybody's just 50, going silent. 60 black dudes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, have, I think the Pilos only... and Camaros and shit. I was like, yeah. But I think that's a G bodies in the fucking dress. No, no joints. Everybody's smoking backwoods. I was like, fuck yeah. This is so Oh yeah, there's a lot of getting high and drifting. By the way, there's a lot of getting high and drifting. It's wild. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the only black dude in Formula One. If you watch Drive to Survive, it's the Red Bull pit crew guy with the dreads, and he is the only one in the entire show. Yeah, because Lewis Hamilton is not a black dude. No, he's not. He's no. He's not. Sorry, I forgot about him. He didn't do well last year. Dude, the winningest fucking driver in the history of Formula One, I forgot about. <laughs> if it was Michael Schumacher, you wouldn't have forgot. That's that's subliminal I mean, racism right there. You racist right. motherfucker. That guy's a dick, though. That, guy, that guy's a dick. Lewis uh, Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton's not a dick. Lewis no, Hamilton. No, no, Michael Schumacher. 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 Oh yeah, but Hamilton's great. I, I like yeah. Yeah. Hamilton. I think that there's a lot of I think there's a lot of parallels between Michael Schumacher and Lewis Hamilton. They don't take shit. They know how fucking good they are, and they're not afraid to say it. Well, yeah, also, but you know they're Lewis pretty gracious. Hamilton's not aggressive and dangerous like Max Verstappen is more similar to Michael Schumacher as a in driving style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, styles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lewis Hamilton, yeah. if there's not space, he's gonna let you have your fucking space. You're never gonna. Yeah, he doesn't want to crash the car. He doesn't want to crash the car because if he crashes the car, yeah. he's out of the race. No, he's just yeah. he's methodical. He's, he's smart about that shit. Yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he knows that he's fast enough to where if I don't get it this second. If I don't crash the I'm car, right there. I have I'm another right opportunity the yeah. next yeah. corner, right? So, like, yeah. I'm going to... You guys see Alonzo pass him yesterday? Or, I didn't. Or... Yeah. Sure I saw that. It, it, was a, it was a good move. It was a good move. He, dude, I don't know what Toto and the bros are doing on those cars the last couple seasons, but they look like giant pieces of shit. Dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. They fucked up. They fucked up. There was porpoising this way. There's like, oh, we got a black driver. Better make it a fucking lowrider, right? Or something. It was wild, bro. Like, I'm watching. Like, I watched his back. Oh, dude. So I watched this. I watched the first couple races of 2022, and then I watched Drive to Survive. And yeah, when he's getting out of the car, he's like holding his back, and I'm like, dog. Like, this is not good. You're gonna. And he 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 was all supportive of Mercedes. He had no issue. I mean, from what drive to survive makes it, but listen, he supports the brand. He he supports the company. Bro, he's listen. When you're Lewis Hamilton, you have nothing to prove anymore. No. Oh no. Right, and so even when your teammate is 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 winning, seven in a row. Yeah, seven. I thought it was eight. 
Yeah. Is eight? They won eight yeah. straight. They won eight straight drivers championships. Eight straight constructions championships. The only person yeah. you have left to pass in the all-time history of winning championships is Will Chamberlain. You've already passed Michael Jordan. You've already passed <laughs> Tom Brady. You've already passed any ever. Let, let's be honest. Like in, in any listen, sport, he still he has still hasn't bed more women than Will Chamberlain. I'll put fucking good. Right. Right. <laughs> nobody, right. nobody ever will. But like I, I will give you like, like four in, figures in, in his sport. <laughs> He is Mount Everest right now, like or Mount Rushmore or whatever. Right? He, you cannot top him at this. Mount Rushmore is the one with the presidents on. I don't think that applies to a British black dude, but that's fine. <laughs> I was trying to make it so it's not so racist. I, God damn I know it. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But like, like uh, he, like yeah, he's, he's the peak. He's, he's Michael the Jordan's the peak. Tom he's Brady's the, the peak. Yeah, Tiger Woods is the peak in golf, so, right? Okay, so James Dean coming back to F, coming back to FD. Same thing. It's like Lewis Same Hamilton thing. leaving and going doing cup racing. They'd be like, I'm going to come back to F1. It's like, oh shit, he coming. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking <laughs> about that 18 months, Michael Jordan went and played baseball. Oh, and they came back and won three straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same shit. Same, exactly. thing. Same, Same thing. thing. Same fucking thing. But imagine, but imagine Michael Jordan just went and dominated playing basketball in other countries and then came back. Because <laughs> that's basically what it was. Because he just like, he's like, oh, I'm just going to literally destroy everyone on every I'm fucking. Play. I'm going to be your you don't think I'm good? Let me go. Oh, okay. he's, like, he's, he's, like, yeah, he's like, let me go win the Street Fighter fucking world championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to come back and do this shit again. I don't care who it is. Bring it. I'm I think it. it's because his ladies. I think his lady is American. I think that's or he, one of his uh-huh. ex-lady was. I don't remember. But I'm just really okay. excited to see that dude drive again. Um, so we're, we're almost fucking two hours in this thing. But yeah. we talked about this at kind of the chat prior to your favorite car or whatever you wanted to drive as a drift car and i sent something to your in- the instagram for the ref match uh-huh. and jimmy oates goes to dubai and sees a car collection where literally every single fucking car is a drift car there is a bentley there's an aston martin there is a Carmen. honda civic there is S15s, S14s, Camaros, oh, and everything has a fucking LS in it, bro. Like, yeah, no joke, it is gangster as shit. Yeah, just so there, there was a long period of time where it was literally just everybody was running a boosted LS in Formula Drift yep. because, like, the whole fucking sport got the memo at the same time that, like, it was easy. Right, they cheap. make a ton of power. They're cheap. They're reliable. Parts are available wherever fucking event you're out. If you blow your LS, you can get you it. You, you can get parts for it. Right? Right? Yeah, exactly. No, get it from Walmart. It's cheaper. No, legit. God, who was that? Conrad Grunwald back in the day when he it was is running the vet. The Barrow. Way back. No, no, he had a vet too. He, he was the first guy to drive a vet. Yeah. I remember he had Conrad Grunwald. Yeah, he but before the marrow he had a red vet and then he had it was painted the same as the hand cooked tire. It was the hand cooked tire vet and then they built the marrow for him. I remember huh. that. And he's uh, I remember at one event at Irwindale, he broke something and then they just pulled in another just stock vet from the parking lot, like just waved this guy through, took his fucking rear end off, put it on his car and just left his car like in the uh no hand cooked booth. He used to do that yeah. show all the time. So, uh, so then the swap that shit back at the end of the event. I remember I walked back by there and put it back. Play any of that video, or is that like Bounce. whole monetized? I mean, it, or... I mean, I don't know that that matters. But is there a specific thing you wanted me to show? Uh, you can dude, find me. The, go look through. The the time time it's only twenty eight minutes. Go to. Just give me the timestamp, and I'll show you. Go on, go on, go on, go on. 
So actually, this is like a this is like a rabbit hole subject because Jamal and I used to like literally sit around, get high, eat pizza, and think about all of the ridiculous drift cars that we wanted to build. And I was like, "Oh, I'll put a fucking three rotor so, in a crested wagon." <laughs> if you go to twenty three fifty six in that video, so Jimmy Oates goes to Dubai, and then he knows this guy, and literally the dude's entire car collection is built to drift. Yeah, At I've seen the, I've seen this Aston. I've seen this Aston. That before. is this is the Aston man. Martin. Yeah, this thing's this dope. is a fully built Aston Martin. Like, yeah, I see what you mean with the front being way wider than yeah. the rear. Dude, right? Yeah, gives you that pendulum effect. And like, yep. look at like. So you can get you can go to max angle and just kind of stand on the gas without. Yeah, and he's got the whole fucking, fucking fan set up in the back overgoing. and everything. Like the radiators it's, it's, in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rear mount. It's so the, there's there's multiple reasons they do that. One is obviously weight over the rear end. The second is actually with the radiator in the front. When you're running into smoke, it's just not getting cooled properly, right? Uh, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah. a lot of guys went to the rear mounts because uh, it just helps. Do you have the volume on for this? Uh, no, but I because this this have, car sounds just fucking nuts. Oh. Yeah, no, it's coming through. You have to go through Discord. No, like everybody watching can hear the sound. We know, but you have to have it muted or else we hear you double. Yeah. Well, whatever. No, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, And then if you like go forward, I think like a couple extra minutes, like it gets to the Bentley. The the Bentley is fucking ridiculous. The Bentley is at 2605. What the fuck is this? Dude, did you see that with the ITBs? Yeah, I did. His Bentley has ITBs on, by the way. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Yeah. Like this is this is a fucking four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. How do you car. even manual swap it? Whoa. Yep. Listen to that thing. Oh, it's damn. swung around so smooth too. It's a yeah. boat. It's well, a yeah. Fun. Well, no, yeah, it's full it's carbon. So easy. Keep in mind, this man has made this Bentley. Yeah, it's not going to get away. Every from you. every panel <laughs> yeah. on there is is dry carbon fiber pressed door panels. So like it moves with like a, you can blow on it, it'll close the door. Like all that of these cars are built this way. Fucking gnarly, dude. Yeah, yeah. So if you, if you go back and you watch the video, the guy actually talks about this car, and he's in Dubai, and Dubai, like Bentleys over here, like hold their value like motherfucker. Yeah, they, over there, they're Honda Civics, dude. They, they sell for twenty five thousand dollars. They, they get so much money. About. They have so much money. It's so he up. bought this car semi wrecked with no motor, and then like did a whole swap, ITBs, manual ge- gearbox, everything in that car. It's, it's nuts, crazy. But like, yeah. So like, I don't know, man. For me, like, like if we're talking like absolute dream drift car. Like, I'm not even going to lie to you at this point. It is like a legit S13 coupe because I just wouldn't drift one now. Like, I wouldn't go buy a 240 and turn it into a drift car because the chassis is too fucking expensive. I like would be pissed if I if I totaled it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if I ran the ass of it into a wall. So like I just go went and fucked up a $5,000 car like it was back in the day. It's a $30,000 fucking car now. <laughs> like unless somebody else is paying for that. I don't want those problems. You know what I mean? Or I don't want to be dealing with trying to get those body panels or any of that shit. Like, I'd rather just go get a vet. Like, no lie. I'd probably just go get, like, a C5 or a C6. You should. Like, a base vet. 
Who's gonna pay for that shit, dark? You. You got, another, you got this fucking spare 16 G's lying around I can throw and then another fucking 8 G's I can throw at that shit? Ask Mike. Maybe Mike does. Ask no, Mike. No, no. I'm apparently, I'm gonna be a stang boy, apparently. And I'm going full in, drop top, whole nine yard. I'm gonna be like that guy. Ew. Do you understand the dude that I'm going to be out here in Texas? I'm bald. I got a beard. I'm going to have a convertible. I'm all, you understand what's happening? Oh, here? Oh <laughs> if you show up with nothing less than 22s in that car, I don't want to ever fucking talk to you again. Roll up in the hood and Bro. the all white lamb and the first one to do it like soldier. I ain't going to hold saying, you. <laughs> you better have 22s, bitch. I'm not putting 22s on a drift car. So, so what? 22s. I'm putting 22s. No, it's going to be a fucking... It's, I'm... I'm Building that car as inexpensive as possible because I want to drive it. I want to drive it. I don't want to build it. I want to drive it. So I'm going to do what I have to do to put it on the track, beat the shit out of it. Because he's going to yell at me if I don't. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you if you don't because you still have no pictures. He's, you're not giving car. me a car, motherfucker. You're not giving me a car. He's giving me a car. With expectations. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you have this thing that's free in your pocket. It's called a phone. I'm going to be the first white looking dude to have a car repossessed by a black dude if I don't fucking turn this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and on that dude. note, that's been a podcast. No, no we're straight. Um, dude, like and subscribe. If you want more of that. More of that fucking ridiculous bullshit. Um, I already know it. Actually, I don't. Jamal, what is your ideal drip chassis? Somebody up Mike's paying. Why 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 Because you got a GTR, bitch. That's why. It works. Right? It works. <laughs> you it know what? I've always sense. wanted to drift something stupid. Like I'm not into the like 90s and the 2000s and things. I've always wanted to do like an old muscle tones, like a legit like fat monster. So like that dude who had the old long body roadrunner and turned it into a drift car? You not that long. <laughs> not 19 feet. I don't want like a Riviera or shit. That bitch would swing though. It would swing. It's like 63 Lincoln Town cars. It would still swing. Dude, have you, you ever tried to drift that, anything that big? Lincoln Continental setups as a drift car, a convertible Continental still oh pursuing our door. Fucking 21 full. feet that's long. That's a great that's idea. A no, it's idea. not. Suicide doors? That's... No, it's a ter- So, like, Dude. Full cage, convertible, full cage. You've got people in the back seat. This is a horrible idea already. I don't know. What That's I'm a great idea. It's not. Actually. It's, not. it's, it's not 20 bad. fucking okay. feet long. Why don't you go drift a Ford Excursion, you fucking psycho? Like, <laughs> it's like, don't give me any fucking bright ideas. The, do you imagine trying to initiate that thing? That is literally the polar opposite of snap. You know what I'm saying? It's just like. You got to start yeah. that initiation like a hundred feet before the transition. Got that like an electric <laughs> motor just to like spin the diff real quick. Right? <laughs> just, just, this is you just holding, waiting, wait, wait, waiting, wait. But I <laughs> changes directions in three to five business you days. Imagine, like, you're sitting in the back seat. <laughs> It's the longest you're sitting trip. in the backseat and somebody long. initiates. It's just like such a long rotation. It's like riding the fucking teacups at Disneyland, bro. It's just like, that's, oh, no, no, that's worse than that shit. That is worse than that shit. How many times do you have to rotate that shit back and forth? Oh, oh my, my god. god yeah, can you, dude, like, think about this, Jamal. Think about how long the steering rack would be with like 85 degrees of steering angle and a fucking like a gun. <laughs> 
It's like seven and a half rotations from lock to lock. <laughs> Gotta have the big old steering wheel though, like the for the mechanic. Oh, that'd be, no, that'd be the ivory. It's got to be the fucking ivory oh, fucking fuck shit yeah. as a steering wheel. Oh, Absolutely, cup holders, all that shit. Oh, Hell yes. Oh, Hell yes. Can't breathe. <sighs> Don't spill no yak. <laughs> now, nah, bro, I'm gonna be like Marshall. I'll be drinking Patrenesi while I'm fucking swinging to my. <laughs> Did you see that interview? He's like sitting around. Marshawn's doing Marshawn shit, right? Spitting hood knowledge or whatever. He's like, you know, I'll be chilling in my home, dog. My patronacy and shit. Blah, blah, blah. He keeps trying to go on and his boy. No, his boy goes, hold the fuck up. Patronacy? Patronacy? What the fuck is that? He goes, it's, he's like, it's Patron and Hennessy. And he goes, you can't mix light and dark. He goes, it ain't light. It's tequila. Yeah. Like, yes. like that's like Marshawnisms 101 you know what I'm saying that man is a goddamn you. national treasure dude like, <laughs> oh man oh, fucking love it I fucking love it um yeah no I I mean that's a good point Jay I, I mean I think if, if I had like spare money to build like a secondary car I'd want a party car. Mm-hmm. I'd want to, I want a drift taxi. I want to be able to take the homies around. You know what I mean? So like yeah. either like a GS would be tight. Cause those are still, those are always great for shit like that. Or like <clears throat> hell, like um, there was a dude who drifted a Chevy SS in Australia, the Holden Commodore in Australia, right? Like my old one, that'd be tight. Any kind oh, of four. Yeah. yeah. Any kind of big four door, big body would be tight. Like I just, you can make them really snappy depending on the right chassis. And some of those like, dude, Crown? Did you say Crown Vic? Yeah. This motherfucker. Fuck Crown Vic. Why don't you just go drift a Ford LTD so you can drift a Mustang but bigger? Like you know. <laughs> it's the exact same chassis and two more doors. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like Crown Vic's be kind of dope. Or like, what was that dude? He, uh, the dude with the Lincoln Mark Eight. You remember that? Yep. There's a yep. dude. So you remember the Lincoln Mark Eight, like 2001, super long two door yeah. coupe. There's a guy who decided I'm going to make it a fucking drift car. And he swapped a Mustang five speed transmission into it. And now he drifts. This that was it. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. He just put an angle kit on it. And all Cause that everything else is already Mustang under. <laughs> that's a really Pretty interesting much. thing. That's well, that's a really interesting thing about any Ford product from like 76 to like. SN 95 days, basically. Right. So like 2004, most yeah. of those cars have Mustang underpinnings or can bolt up Mustang underpinnings. Like putting the, yeah. or, um, yeah, putting Mustang like turning shit. an SN into a Fox bot, like turning a Fox body into an SN 95. It's not hard. Just, yeah. You just, Oh, just take this rear end, bolt it in here, take these hubs off, put the five lugs on, like everything just unbolts and bolts back out. Well, it's like my biggest thing with like, so my biggest thing with Mustangs and even like, fourth gen marrows is drift cars is the solid rear axles i'm just not personally a fan of them i completely understand that you can make them work and they work absolutely fine and you know they still will have like random wheel hop issues and shit like that but like for the most part you're you're totally fine without running irs i just like the adjustability of independent rear suspension i understand that structurally it can have its issues and all that other shit it's just my personal thing is i just like irs right 
But it's like the big thing forever with SN95 is like, oh, you can do the Cobra swap because the Terminators had independent rear suspension. It is a huge fucking bitch. And anybody tells you that it isn't is fucking lying to you. (laughs) It is not. Yeah, no, it's a terrible thing to do. It's fucking horrible. That's why nobody does it. Right. It's just too expensive. But apparently swapping the rear subframe from a newer Mustang, like an S550, is way easier. So Mm -hmm. now you'll see dudes with SN95s, which they stopped making in 2004. Right. Dropping a rear end that's 15 years newer. And it's still not just it doesn't bolt up, but like pretty fucking close. I like, think they just do it because it's beefier, because if, even if you got a Terminator IRS, they're only ready to find a horse. Yeah. Like, yeah. To get one. If I get one off of eBay, it's expensive. It, you're looking at like you're looking at two or three grand for this whole swap. For the term you were in? Use, rate yeah. it for 500. Yeah, because the term yeah. you were in, like, dudes aren't selling those for cheap. Like, you're better off going to, just, like, some drag racer guys and trying to swap your mm-hmm. solid rear axle. Like, hey, I'll give you my 8.8 if you got an IRS. Right. Because if you're just looking to buy one, you're they eBay, they're, like, $1,000. Yeah, no, they're expensive. But you can go pick, like, an S550 subframe with the diff in it, which has perfect gearing for those old mod engines and is a more stout diff than the termi diff with stouter axles mm-hmm. than Termi axles. And you can get it for like 800, anywhere from like 450 to 800 bucks out of a junkyard. Yeah. Any Mustang GT from like S550 on. So that's like, you know, might be something I would do down the road, but I'm just, I just mm-hmm. want to drive the fucking car. But what about, what about you, Timmy? Now with all of your new burgeoning drift knowledge. I, I mean, I've never thought, thought about it i've always wanted i used to follow this one guy i don't know who he was i can't remember but he had a 180sx and Uh i think a 180sx is like one of the cleanest cars if you have like a whole like front lip and rear lip kit on it and i was talking to hatch right yeah yeah 180sx hatch um and i always wanted an rb like v8s are great but i think that the nissan should have a nissan motor so i wanted a skyline motor in there that would probably so you want a 240 with a skyline motor? That's what you're saying. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, but I want it to look like a 180. Because a 180 is just a 240 with it's just a 240 with, with a CA18. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With a what? So this, so the engine we never. So it's a 1.8 oh, liter turbo. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I figured it's a S13, right? Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. so like yeah. the way the way that 240 chassis works is like the the number determines that it's the displacement right so they're 240s in the states because we got the shitty truck engine we got the 2.4 liter single slammer or the single the dual cam they're both the garbage. ka24 yeah they're yeah. fucking trash. trash literally and i'm not exaggerating it is 2023 the car has been out since the 90s we have just now really figured out how to reliably turbo that engine now <laughs> yeah i'm right. just seeing guys that like had ls swap 240s and all that are like oh yeah like now that we know the ka like i wouldn't picked up a ka to swap back in it because i want to go like four cylinder again it's like what yeah but we're 30 40 years 30 30 yeah almost fucking holy christ almost 40 years down the road from the car being out we've just now learned how to reliably turbo the ka that came in because you guys have been turboing those things forever but it was literally a junkyard LS situation of I'm going to boost it with an e-boy turbo when it blows up. I'm just going to go buy another one for 200 bucks and put it in and do the fucking same shit over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah, who cares? For 200 bucks, I'm not going to rebuild well, shit. They're yeah. shit engines. They're, yeah. like, nobody cares yeah. about them at all because they're literally boat anchors, right? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, like, there's. I wanted the 180SX. Uh, the guy I followed was from, I think it was a Japan person. He had a black 180SX. Also known as a Japanese person. <laughs> what? Not what? a Japan person. A Japan oh, person. God. Well, I'm just oh, saying, like. Oh, God, we're canceled. Jimmy's innocent. He wasn't actually an Asian person. Like, so was, he was just somebody so, that so, lived in Japan. So, right, so. So a man who lived in Japan. It's not the point. <laughs> it is anyway, the point. Who cares? I'm. I'm. Anyway, the internet never anyway. forgets oh. to me. So Ugh. you want to have 180 SX because of from the a Japan, Japan person. person? We got um, it. No, that, that, listen. <laughs> I would love. Listen, I would love, Not necessarily an Asian person, but a Japan person of undetermined genealogy. I mean, I said person from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no. I as, he as, said he was an Asian. He no, he's not. He lives in fucking Japan. Is it? Is it? Uh, is, is it from what? Japan or does he live in Japan? Because those aren't the same thing. Is it? Are you telling me that or? a non-Asian person can't be born in Japan? I'm I'm, I'm asking because the the next question afterwards will, will is based off of whatever answer you give me right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. He was some random guy with a nice car that I followed that lived in Japan that oh, is from Japan. So what did his nationality look like? Oh, look like I was getting canceled. What would you say he was? That was the last episode of the Revenge Podcast. <laughs> Jamal's like yeah. literally trying to make sure that Timmy's never allowed to have a social media account ever again. I literally said <laughs> a person from Japan. <laughs> He's like trying to reel it in. He's trying to like, I'm going to get, get him today. We go get him today. <laughs> Um, no, Timmy just talking shit. But no, I uh, I, I would love to. If I would love to, I would love to drift a two forty. But I'm at the point now, like I said, where they're just they're so fucking expensive. I feel like if I bought one, I'd have to just make it clean. That would, yeah. you know, like the thing I've always appreciated about Adam LZ is he's got the banana S13, and he drives the shit out of it, and I have never seen him crash it somehow. Yeah, the the light yellow one. Yeah, I've he took it to the donut garage when it was like super duper fucking narrow and sketchy and like sent it and didn't crash it and all you know what i mean i'm like that's fucking cool but yeah yeah like a, a hatch like the type x kits on the hatch i still think are dope um which was like the type x was like one of the sicker two s chassis you could get in japan or whatever and it had like the special front bumper and the rear bumper and the wing and all that shit and i always thought that shit was super cool because it's like i like all that oem japanese shit I don't think a lot of the aftermarket kits and stuff like the BN sports stuff. Like I know they're super popular, but I just never was really a fan of like the flared out wedge shit on the bottom. They all just look like third gen Camaros to me in my head. (laughs) I made the joke. I made the joke that the third gen Camaro is just an American S chassis that comes with the BN sports kit from the factory. Like it's just fucking fucking kind of true. Super true. Um, show me dude i'm sure i pissed somebody who spent four thousand dollars on a body cut off saying that but you should have posted that on the b in sports instagram page <laughs> it's like, right. where's all the third gen marrows at right. <laughs> show me bro show me where's my mullets at um yeah 
show me your mullets. Um, I think that's an episode. We've been at this for a while, and we're obviously devolving into fucking bullshit. Um, Formula Drift season starts on March 7th. If you've never watched it and you want to know what the fuck is going on. Today is March 7th. April 7th. Thank you, Timmy. Um, Good job. Time is yeah. important. Time is a constructive, man. It's all linear anyway. Um, What's that line from Tropic Thunder? When like they finally pull him out of the like simple Jack camp and his brain's completely fried. And he's like, Doug, you got to come with me. And he goes, I'm a rooster illusion. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> In my brain, like my brain's fucking out. It's He's like, what the fuck? Come on. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, From the Drift season starts on April 7th. Please check that out. Please like and subscribe. Um, our guest. Why are fucking merch? Timmy's wearing it. I like how big we did the R on the front, actually. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. I didn't realize we went that hard in the paint with it, but it does. Timmy can. Oh, let me see that tramp stamp, Mike. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Twerk it, Miley. Yeah. <laughs> Looks good. It looks good. It does look good on the maroon. That actually really does look really. Off. Yeah. Dude, they're fire. They're super right. fire. All right, now let me see your dick. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you didn't have the magnify glass out. Wow. All right. It has been real. <laughs> you got a computer you can zoom? <laughs> this is where Jamal draws the line. Uh, I got to go. He's like, I got to go be literally anywhere else than where Timmy's dick is on the internet. So. <laughs> Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, we have a guest. Fan, man. Our guest. Yes, um, we have a guest. We will be promoting um, another sick car built. A Su- this, first, coming. this first time we've had a Subaru builder on the. True. We haven't had a lot of CB dudes really? on. Yeah. Surprising. I'm Pretty actually, true. and I'm gonna. I have. I already have an interesting question that I want to pose in there, and I already posted it in the chat today. But I'm gonna. I, I'm. Really curious as to how cheap a 22 WRX has to be before you consider buying it because I found one for 28 grand today. That's we're not, not having this conversation. Right. We're not no, having this. No, right no, yeah. no, no, we're not, not doing it right now. But this, that's Ever. on the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. We're going to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, go sideways, but safely, or whatever, <laughs> maybe, or just don't. You know, but just don't crash. On a track. Yeah, just don't crash. Don't your be a shit. track though. Go to a track. Yeah, that's true. I do when have you to see I, your ass out here in the goddamn intersection. I'll call the cops on you. I'm beating yeah. someone's ass. Yeah, listen. You're if you because you want to do right. It's stupid. God, yeah, man. yeah. If you're drifting on the street, you're one. You're literally one <laughs> step away from a takeover. That's that. what I'm talking about. You're, you're pretty much yeah, you're right there. Unless you like find a random industrial park in the middle of nowhere, fucking have at it. I really don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like where no, Timmy does donuts and ask for it. That's fine. Text me that address. <laughs> right. Fucking drop me a pin so we can go fuck around. Right. I'll um, send you mine. You send me yours. Me outside now. And now all of a sudden we're back at dick pics. All right. Anyway, on that bombshell, nope. we will all catch right. you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Stay safe, drive well, buy our shit, like, subscribe, and smack that notification button. Until next time, peace out.